of your spirit. Thank you, Father, for the reality which your spirit brings to us concerning your things, concerning your world, concerning your friend, concerning your person, concerning who you are, concerning all that you are. Father, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you. We give you all the praise. Give you all the praise. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Father, as we come here tonight, we pray that you will bless our heart again. That you would bless us again. You will bless us afresh. Father, that you would help our heart to come into your thought, to come into your will tonight. Father, that you will guide our heart to be submissive to your spirit, to submit to the culture of your spirit, to submit to your manner of coming today, and to submit to the move of your spirit, that our heart would find meekness for entrance into your world tonight. Lord, help us. 
help us, Father. Help us to come. Thank you. We give you all the praise. We worship you. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Just say hi to your neighbor this evening. Just say hi. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Even little Olive is our neighbor today. She's, she said it that hi, neighbor. So, so she has officially been, she's our latest neighbor now. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's like I'm a bit loud in the room, eh? Is it loud? I think it's a bit loud in the room. Not online, so just in the room here. Amen. Amen. You can, can give it a little bit, just tiny bit. Tiny, tiny, tiny bit. I think it's okay. It's okay? It's good, eh? Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You're welcome here tonight. Welcome to to fellowship. Welcome to the feast. You're welcome. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hi, Mikhail. Hi, Tofia. Sophia, 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 I am Sophia, 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 Sophie, Sophia, Sophie, 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 in my heart of sea, Sophie, thank you, Jesus. I'm in the mist. I'm in the mist. I'm in the mist. 
I'm in your midst. I'm in your minimal mist. I'm in your mist. I am my mist. I'm being a minimal mist. In the mist, mist. In the mist. Even in the mist. Even in the mist. In the mist. In the mist. His presence. Even I miss this presence, I am in his presence. I am, I am also in your presence. So, so fear, so fear, so fear. I am here, fear, fear, here, fear. I am in ending fear. I am the ending fear. I am ending fear. I am ending fear. I am the ending fear. I am the fear for the end. I am the fear for the end. I am, I am the fear for the end. I am fear, 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 fear for the end. I am fear for the end. I am fear for the end. For for fear is needed. Fear, 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 heaven. I say fear, heaven, 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 fear, 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 heaven, fear, heaven. For this is the fear for salvation. This is a fear for salvation. This is a fear for your life. This is the fear for life. This is the fear for your life. Yes. Your life, not the life of the natural. Not the life for the natural. For the life of the kingdom. For the life of the kingdom. So fear to keep this life. Fear to keep this life. Fear Elohim. Fear Elijah. Fear Eli. Fear Eli. Eli, for there must be reverence. Reverence for this heart. For your heart. For, 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 for your heart to come. There must be reverence in your heart. There must be reverence in your heart. There must be fear for this life. Yes. There must be fear for his life. Yes. There must be fear for Eli's life. Mm. Eli's light. Eli wants to give you his life. So you must fear. Mm. You must have enough fear. Enough fear to keep this life. Yes. Enough fear to keep this life. Yes,
you for your angel which you've sent. We, we don't take it for granted. We know that it's, it's by the word of your angel that you have sent to us. I say, are they not all ministering spirit? Shall be heirs sent forth to minister to them who shall be heirs of salvation. Thank you because you sent your angel your ministering spirit to minister to us again. Thank you. Holy Spirit, we come with all meekness tonight that you will help us to align with your thought and that which you have for us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, so we are, we just said hi to our neighbor Abdi. Okay, so it's good to to see each of our faces again. Amen. I'm happy to see our faces. Amen. Uh, I think was it? I think last Tuesday there was was it? Last Tuesday there was no two Tuesdays ago there was was it last Tuesday? 
there was snow and all kinds. I think it was. I think it was two days ago. Okay, okay. It's like the days I get shot at home. So, but we thank God it was it was difficult to go out that time. So last week, you know, we're here again. Um, on the same. So I'm so happy to see us. Um, so let's just uh, appreciate. Um, can we just appreciate ourselves for being here? Amen. Amen. And I'll just uh, appreciate us. Uh, I want to appreciate Brother Kelvin for helping us to pray powerfully. You know, he's our prayer warrior. I've said everything. <laughs> prayer warrior. Amen. So thank you for helping prepare our heart to 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 connect with God. Amen. The Lord bless you and, and keep you for us and keep you stronger. Amen. Amen. Uh, then I appreciate Idino as well. All the way from uh, St. Anne's. St. Anne's our neighborhood now. Yeah. So <laughs> we have officially carved a, a neighborhood there. So so we are all, we are all members of we are, we are members of uh, St. Anne's too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And thank you guys for always uh, driving down every Tuesday, every Saturday. Thank you for for your labor of love. Thank you for your labor. The Lord bless you. Amen. I uh, appreciate Tenami uh, and thank you for for being here. Appreciate uh, your your coming. We appreciate it. We thank God, and I uh, appreciate uh, Brackley as well. Thank you for being here. It's good to see your face. You know, you know before uh, you know, the Afro just keeps just keep growing and growing and great grace. Great grace, I mean, even even the beard, you know, the beard, the beard look you know look clean and fresh with the Afro and. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord and uh, thank you for, for joining us today. Really appreciate uh, your coming here. Amen. Amen. I pray that the Lord uh, would uh, bless you greatly and that um, you will receive blessing from the Lord. Amen. And I'd like to appreciate my darling wife for, for helping us to to ascend, thank you for, for yeah. where you stand and what you do. Thank you for the grace. Uh, thank God for the grace that is upon you and that the Lord has showered upon you. Thank you for, for yielding to that grace. And uh, I, I forgot to mention, uh, thank you, Brakuni, for helping us add the boost. <laughs> I did the boost to the to the worship. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, I want to appreciate uh, Joy. Thank you for, for joining us today. Oh wait, that's true. You made your hair. That's nice. Amen. It's looking nice. Amen. Awesome. No. Ah, before you've been carrying. Uh, uh, is it just uh, a bun? Is it a bun? Is it a bun, right? 
<laughs> Don't then. I need the hair. Okay, nice. Awesome. Amen. And thank you, thank you for your tenacity uh, in the spirit. And the Lord continue to keep you. Amen. 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 I was happy to be here tonight. Amen. So we are ready for the word. Right? Okay. So let's go to Isaiah 11. Um, I believe that's where we were on Saturday. And I believe there's still more that the Lord wants us to have in that um, particular passage. Um, on Saturday, I think we were able to journey and amen we're able to journey and when we journeyed uh, we began to move into teachings concerning the spirit or I mean there were a couple of emphases, uh, one of them being um, the reason for our Christian walk is for an upward uh, movement, right? An up, it's an upward journey, right? And after that, um, the, only, the Spirit began to emphasize a lot more concerning the Spirit. And then they just began to show us um, concerning the Spirit of God and just put emphasis on the on who the spirit is and they begin to I think describe the fiery nature of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Holy Ghost began to reveal itself as as fire. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then also showing us the relationship between um, or showing us how it kindles fire uh, within our spirit and also our soul. Right? The relationship there and also explaining um, the aspect of the soul. So by seeing the spirit, we're also able to identify that the soul is also a fiery, uh, how do I put it, is a fiery, has a fiery frame to it. Right? Or the soul is fiery in nature, meaning it can burn. So it burns, it burns, it burns. Um, and that's why we can be set on fire because what they set on fire is the soul. I mean, so the, the, our spirit is kindled, right? And um, they set, the, the spirit can set the soul ablaze, right? And we can take the fire of the Holy Ghost, right? Take the fire of the spirit um, to kindle the spirit and then by, by association, kindle the soul as well. And as, as that is happening, it's all for an upward journey. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Amen. It's for an upward journey. So let me, I mean, that's just a quick summary, but uh, let me read Isaiah 11 first, and then we'll go from there. I think we'll see how we journey there. Amen. So I'll read from, ah, <sighs> shall I read or shall I not? Okay, let's read it. I just hope I don't forget that there's something I'm about to say, but uh, I hope I don't forget. It says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his 
roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and mind, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge, he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reproof after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity. For the meek of the earth and <coughs> he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. It says, Righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard shall lie down with the kid and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. Amen. Amen. And the cow and the bear shall feed the young one shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox, and the suckling child shall play on the hole of the asp, and the wind child shall put his hand on the cockra tree's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters covers the sea. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek and his rest shall be glorious. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people which shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt and from Pathros and from Cush and from Elam and from Shina and from Amat and from the islands of the sea. And it shall set upon and it shall set up an ensign for the nations and shall assemble the outcast of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, so I'm going to go back to chapter 11, verse 1, up to verse 3 or 4 thereabout. Um, but before I continue, um, just I think where we started on Saturday, we was talking about the, uh, the rod and stem, right, and branch which shall grow out of his roof, and then we began to identify that that is Jesus, right? And then from there, we began to see that there was a way Jesus was growing. And we identified that Jesus was growing, both in his spirit, soul, and body, together at the same rate, right? His, his body was not slow for his soul 
and his soul was not too slow for the spirit. Right? So as he was developing, he found grace uh, to be able to journey as a believer should. I'm talking about how he was, you know, we're just looking at, at age 12, he was able to identify his father. Right, which is not a small thing for, for, for a child. You know, like we explained that a child does not, does not know who their father is. Um, yeah, I won't say yet because as they grow, as a little baby, they may say daddy, daddy, daddy. But for, but that's just because they were told that that is daddy. So because they were told, they learned. Okay, this is who that just. They identify the word daddy to the person. But they've not really come into the, the what I put this way, that's, that's the outward uh, revelation of the father to the child. But they've not developed inwardly to identify who their father is yet. Now, because that inward work requires a lot of investment Right, a whole lot of investment and resources to grow or to develop the the soul, or the, the, for example, like a child, just to develop that child, and then after a while, because of the or um, the aspect of fatherhood, right, requires a relationship, right, and without that relationship, it it might be difficult for a child to identify their father. And the only thing they might associate with the person is just, okay, they call him father. Okay, so he's my dad. And if they grow up like that without any inward development mm. and realization of fatherhood, all that they will see is, okay, they call this person my dad. Okay, this person is daddy. I've been calling him daddy. Then after a while, it will become, oh, it's the person that donated sperm to my mother. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. And by that association, mm. that's my dad. But when you check the soul, inwardly of the child or the of the developed soul you realize that fatherhood is a different thing entirely to that child right and even i mean this one is a different area but i mean some of us um if we look i mean i don't i mean i'm just saying generally right if we look um depending on how things are right i mean if you look at our relationship with our dads right it's possible that we have an in-depth relationship. It's possible that we just have a surface one. Yeah. And when we now check inwardly, you know, and let's separate and break it. Okay, when I say this is my dad, what am I really saying? Mm. I realize that it's possible that the definition there is just he's the person that married my mom, mm. or is the person that was with my mom and then gave birth to me, right? Different definitions, and as a, as a result. When it comes to import of fatherhood, what that is so can identify, mm. then you realize, oh, okay, this is my dad. And we can see a sense of that spiritually, yeah. whereby we can see those that bet us spiritually, mm -hmm. right? And I can, we can say, ah, no, that's my dad. Mm. And because it's, it's a spiritual thing, yeah. right? So before I can call somebody my spiritual father, it's not just because I'm being mentored. Right, like the person being mentored is not doesn't mean right? it's yeah. not that's not for that. That's just mentorship. mentorship. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right, 
um, to call somebody a father, that person, there must have been a bet in the soul. So, where fatherhood is, is that the, the, the father has been able to bet the child inwardly. So the child could identify, oh, that's my dad. So when you now see maybe in the natural, where you have a flourishing relationship between a child and his dad, you realize that what, what they share is just is more than the child that they find that this is the person that married my mom. They they have a relationship, they have a they they, they know each other in a way, right? The child was able to receive import from the dad for the dad to maybe help them or guide them to navigate the, the earth, you know. So there is what sits in the heart and the mind as daddy. Right? So it's not just the, the, the name given to it, right? So Jesus was able to identify his dad at 12. Don't you know that I must be about my father's business, right? So it was, was developed. It was developed spiritually. It was highly developed. At 12, he was able to, you know, talk with... Um, what was their name again? He was able to talk with, with Pharisees and Sadducees. Uh, in the temple, you no know, talking with... And you know those, if you can sit in the temple and talk, it's not a small thing, no? Yeah. You know those guys that Jesus was talking with in the... You know, they were marveled at which kind of wisdom is he using to talk, right? Those guys, those guys I mean, if you want to look for some of them on earth these days, who are the people who can like, who are examples of such, like this one, like they, 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 there is nothing you want to bring inside the Bible that they don't know. If you quote Psalm 120, they'll tell you, yeah, we know it was there, okay. In fact, all of, some of us, we are still learning <laughs> near them. Amen. And this thing, and, and those, those, those are, that's not 12 full. Those guys are not 12, right? No, and, and also, ah, well, let me just start talk as it is. You know, there is, there is a way um, the, in the Jewish culture whereby there's a way they raise children. They make sure they, they learn the Bible, right? I think that at some point they, they, they celebrate the Abba Mispah. It's almost like graduation, but I don't, it's not graduation, but I mean, it's almost like some it's kind of sounds like it's more like you are a man now, something like that, you know. A man or you're a lady, either of the way, right? But as at that time, what, what they've done is they make sure that they know scripture. If, if I've seen anybody that celebrates Bar Mitzvah, yeah, or that have been developed as a Jew, I'm sure that I will be, if I'm quoting Bible, I'll be, I'll be like, okay, let me just not quote Bible. Why? Because they know everything. I mean, the Old Testament, though. Nothing new, yeah. right? When it comes to the Old Testament, what do you want to quote that? Every single quote, quote like, you know all those boring, boring books that you don't, yeah. we don't know, like numbers, yeah. not all that you just see numbers, and then you go to Leviticus, you know, all they are talking about is yeah. Yeah, priestly ordinance and all those things. So some of them, they just count names, and then you wonder, why are they counting names? In short, they even say some of the names multiple times. Mm -hmm. You wonder, why are they repeating the same information? Can I quickly skip? You know, but the scripture did not make mistakes. There's a reason why it is written like that. Yeah. Amen. So, Amen. so they grow up to know scripture. They they are developed, and and part of the, part of that is to to teach them how to be able to think with scripture, to use scripture. Right now, imagine 
those kind of that, that kind of a person that has now grown matured mm -hmm. those are the guys sitting in the temple that they've been using the scripture they've been using it's not new to them right so those are the things that uh, they know and that's who Jesus was interacting with and at that time he, he must have in, in him he must have a, de a development that is that is equal or more than those guys of course it is more but the, but the way the scripture described it right and they were telling us in Luke chapter 2 I think we're reading that chapter 40 as to how Jesus grew right so Luke 240. I think I'll read it. I think we can read it again quickly. And the child grew and worked strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So and the child grew and worked strong in spirit. Filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So those are the things that were acting that was upon Jesus, and as it was growing, those are the things that he grew with. So he grew, and the child grew, and waxed strong in spirit. Right, filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. And I was saying, and I was saying that these things that Jesus had access to was not exclusive to him. In the sense that he's the only person that can ever grow like that. That's actually the way every believer should grow. Right, so every believer should work strong in spirit. Every believer should be filled with wisdom. And every believer should have the grace of God resting upon them. Right? Now we began to talk about how the spirit rested on Jesus. Right? The Spirit rested on Jesus. And then we are seeing in this Isaiah 11, when it says that, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Right? So the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And I like the way they were saying rest. See, it shall rest. Now, when something is resting, right, the picture I'm seeing is it's abiding. Right? So when something rests on someone, it's abiding. Right? So it means that we as believers, we should have an abiding spirit upon us. So Jesus, the Spirit of God should be able to abide. Now that abiding there is 
It's not just you getting born again and receiving the Holy Ghost. Right? Because that doesn't... That is... That is so we're not talking about the Holy Ghost living inside of us as, as it. I mean, are we saying that Jesus did not... Jesus have Holy Ghost, right? But the, at, at baptism, we see the Spirit resting. See? And then they told John, as that's the sign, that whoever you see the Spirit rest on, that is the Messiah, right? And that spirit resting on him is a sign, right? And it means that you and I should have the spirit resting on us. But that one takes, it takes, it takes journey. It takes growth. It takes development, right? And that is what is important. If you ask me, what is the most important thing to every believer? It is their development. If you put development beside career, development will win. If you put development beside well, career, well, money, it's the same thing anyways, but you know career and money, they are, they are the same. They are brothers. <laughs> Their brother and sister, just that. They are just brother. I mean, they are family members. <laughs> Money, career. This, this, because the reason why we love our career is one, money, right? As we grow in career, money is increasing, right? And uh, of course, there's not something attached to career, name, prestige, right? You can show people that. You know, I'm relevant here. Those are the things that... Now, that's not to say that we, we should throw away career or anything. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that that's the way it sits in the soul, naturally. Uh, we, those are the things that we pursue. Even though we are children of God, but we just know that we are children of God. But what we are really, really going after are those things. And how we know is that the moment Jesus comes, Jesus is even too far. The moment Holy Spirit comes, right? The moment the Spirit of God, you know, Jesus is not appearing to us in our room. The moment Holy Spirit comes, we quickly, and the Holy Spirit is coming, we just do what we do. Hi, Holy Spirit, how are you doing? And then we just, now our day, the, the, let me put the, the, the frame is designed to care about those other things. Mm. Then we just see our spiritual life as one of the things we do along the way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we are not doing it, uh, maybe we just say, oh, Holy Spirit, forgive me. I've not prayed in a while. Or I've not read my Bible in, in like a few, few days. Holy Spirit, forgive me, okay? Okay, let me go and read my Bible now. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me go and pray now. Mm. All right, we do that and then we we'll continue. But after we finish that one, right? When we begin to go about our day, we begin to go about our job, mm. there is no spiritual sense mm. to what we do. Mm. Right? We do it, we know we are Christians, we know there's that, we know we are Christians. Mm. But when you, when you talk about the, the, the fire going on within the heart of a, of, a, of a soul or a believer, or what we are, you know, I mean, the picture I'm seeing is you know, when we go about our day and you know you organize things, you put one or two things together. Maybe that is organizing 
in work, but maybe just different, I guess just different things we do, right? It's possible that the sense we are using, right, has nothing to do with being spiritual. It's just, okay, these are the responsibilities I have, let me do this. But there's a different way. There's a different way, which is first identifying who we are, what we are, what we should be, right? Or, ah, what's that word? Identifying who we are and living from the point of, living from the point of the realization of who the soul is and what it is supposed to go after or what is to become. Right, okay, let me, if I put it this way, if a soul has identified that it's a, all that should matter to me is developing spiritually. Because that word, developing spiritually, most of us, we don't even know. In short, like, for a long time, I don't even know what it means to develop spiritually or grow up spiritually. I mean, at, at some point, what I know about growing up is you just pray for five hours or ten hours, right? I mean, before we pray for ten, then we get to the point where we pray for one hour, Right? That one hour, if we can get there, ah, you are hot cake. Let's say hot cake. We know that you are doing, you are all right, you are all right. They now move to two, move to three. So the people that do like five, we used to look at them like, ah, because we like get here, right? And maybe I read my Bible, um, and those that know Bible very well, ah, you know Bible. When they are talking, they can quote scripture left, right, and center, and then we wonder, ah. This person, this person is a strong believer. It's a strong believer. Right? I mean, I'm not to say that all those things are, are bad. I mean, they are good. In short, if you're going to be a believer, you should know your Bible. Right? That's one of the things that, I mean, if you're going to develop, what, that, what, is, what is the Lord using to develop the soul? Right? It is this word. And if the, only, if the Spirit of the Lord is going to develop anybody, it won't develop them outside the Scripture. So if... <laughs> We give our, our the, the time we read our Bible, we read it, it's like maybe 15 minutes in a day, or maybe on weekends. And even, and even when we are reading it, right, the way we read it is quick, quick. Shall we know that wherever we are reading it quick, you are actually not gaining anything? Know why? Now, it's better you even read it slowly. Put your heart to it and read for five minutes. Mm -hmm. Then to rush through it, mm -hmm. right? And read it for like maybe 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's, it would have been, see, it would have made a huge difference. If I just slow down, just let's say you want to quickly read for 15 minutes. Okay, slow yourself down, okay, read for five. But now, but that five minutes, read it well. <laughs> it's better. And that does not mean it's a license when I'm reading our Bible for five minutes. But I'm just, I'm just giving us the, the sense around it. That it's better that what we are doing is meaningful. And I guess that's the word. It is important that what we are doing is meaningful. It must be meaningful to you, to you and to me. When we read our Bible, it must be meaningful. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be ceremoniously or religiously. What's your, I think it's, ceremonious is even long. If it's ceremonious, it will be longer. Okay. 
shouldn't be religiously, ceremoniously, uh, ceremoniously done, and it shouldn't be. Uh, it should be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be too too shallow. Maybe I can use that word, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you know why? Mm -hmm. It's because every single word mm -hmm. in the scripture mm -hmm. is intended, mm -hmm. right, as a tool for to develop the soul, mm -hmm. right? Yes, every single word. Mm -hmm. See the boring. Okay, maybe we like Genesis. Exodus, we like it. Numbers, believers are running away. How many of us have ever read numbers before? You don't like numbers, you read numbers, read numbers, okay. I clap, right? You know, there are some books we will never near in the Bible. And it's not, be, it's not, because, it's not because maybe we hate the books, right? It's, it's, <laughs> It's just that, it's just that somewhere in our mind, when you think about those scriptures, you'll be like, there's nothing for me, then let me just move. <laughs> you know, you know there's, there's nothing for me there, you know. Let's go to those, you know, those ones, you know there are some that have stories, like Genesis, lots of stories I can, now, now go to, you know some like just, like all these Obadiah, Habakkuk, Nahum, you know all those, you know all those ones that are just, they're just prophets. You'll be wondering, hmm. What do they want to prophesy that I've not seen? Okay, it's all right. There's nothing for me. Let me just quickly. And, 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 and this one too. I don't know. Maybe it's only me, but you know all those, all those books towards the end of, of the Old Testament. Those books, it's almost as if they are not there. Like Zephaniah. <laughs> Zachariah. No, Malak, you know, Malachi is there, Abakuk, Nahum, you know. You know, all those books. If you wonder, well, who's Nahum? Who's, who's Abakuk? Who's, uh, who's Ezra? Ah. No, we, we, we hear Ezra's name. It just, you know, the name, we hear it, although we don't go there. But we hear it, and you know. But, <laughs> it's, but, but it's just as if that they don't, it's as, like they don't exist. Those books. But they are there. They exist and they are very important because the truth of the matter is that the scripture, right, from Genesis to Revelation, they are all one. Amen? Amen. They are all one. Because we separate them or they are separated, Sometimes we just, you know, and the way we have also been reading scripture, you know, it's like this this one talks about that story. This one talks about that story. Oh, Job, the story of Job. Um, Psalm, okay, just different Psalms for prayer. I know some of us, there's a way we categorize. You know, me, before, when I know Psalm, the way I know Psalm is that whenever you have issues, there's a Psalm for it. Whenever, whenever, whenever you have, um, Remember you have, like I was saying on Saturday, dream, mm -hmm. and you ate in your dream. Quickly go and look for some night, you know. Oh. Or if some, if you are afraid, mm -hmm. 
Maybe something's happening, and then maybe you, or maybe you watch. Ah, I don't know how many of us. Maybe okay, you do not would have watched it. I don't know who else. You know, there's some movie we wish you watch. They call Kotoye. You know those? No Kotoye. Who has not seen Kotoye? Okay, I will excuse Kevin, but who has not seen who has not seen here because it's a Yoruba movie. I just seen Kotoye. You have not seen Kotoye. Ah! I guess when they did it, maybe you must have been very young then. Because it's, it's, it's been a while. Kotoye was probably when I was in primary school. No, secondary, actually, it was in secondary school. But when we watched it, like maybe GS1, 2, or 3, they're about. And not, you know, they didn't have, just like, you know, the, the twins. Yeah. Uh, those twins that. They had some, um, what would I call it? Mal something, Sha. Is it mal? No, no, mal. Something mal is okay. Maybe malfunction. What I'm thinking that something was defective with them when they were born. So their face is looking strange, and they are very slim and thin. And and I don't I don't where are they this day? I don't know where they are. Are they still alive? They no idea that's true. The we call it the twins. It means bondage. I don't even know who would call them that kind of name. Oh, it's oh, it's because they did a movie called Ide or something like that. So in there they were they were they were weird kids with some powers and stuff like that. But anyways, that was that. So when you whenever you watch such a movie, would want to run. So maybe when I want to go out shower or something, pee at night, you know, it's a race. I run <laughs> to the washroom, quickly pee, run back. Sometimes as you are running, I'll be, I'll be quoting, you know, that's, that's what that's what we use sound for, but the scripture is not just for that. In short, Omaha to fear is 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 mal is mal Is it not mal? It's mal is is abused. Is we don't know. Is we don't know how to use scripture. That's what we're doing. In short, the way we are using scripture is with it's an occultic sense. I say occultic, you know, is you know, it's, it's traditional sense. You no know, traditional sense. Is, you know, our tradition. And the funny thing is, I see. I don't. I don't. It's in every culture. In such that the tradition has been married to Christianity in such a way that you may not you may not really identify true Christianity if you don't know clearly what the Bible says. See, when you look at the Bible, there is something it gives to believers. It is to make them believe. Everything about the scripture is intended to get believers to look up and move up to the Lord. So if it's if that's the intention, we will not be talking about the twins thing kind of thing. <laughs> or now, okay, now I'm not saying that you can't find the scripture of okay, so, okay, that, okay that one. Let me know. If, let me continue what I'm saying in the sense that because the man I'm like, I'm, I'm saying is ah, what do you not mean about. Can we use the scripture for our daily life and different things? You can. That's not the issue. Right? The issue is the belief. And the way 
and the way we have been wired around scripture. So when we are reading scripture, most of the reason why it is boring is because we don't understand what the scripture is for. Right? If you read numbers, and you know that by reading numbers, inside numbers, your salvation is there. And all that they are doing is just counting numbers. No, the difference, the way you read it will be different. Or let me put it this way. If they say, read, say I'm born number, read numbers, we'll give you $10,000. No matter how, let's say, let's say there's nothing spiritual about it. That if you read it, we'll give you $10,000. No matter how boring it is, everybody will read it. As you're reading it, you will even endure. And now, let's now put it that they said if you can finish it in, in, in two hours. Ah! And, and you must tell us maybe certain things. You know, the, the, way, the way our mind will quickly... Maximum. As in, we will be reading it with joy. You know, the same way we read a book for our exams, you know, when we were in school. You know, you know that you don't want to fail. So the way you read, even though you may not like the course, but you shall read to make sure you pass. Mm-hmm. That's where we will read the Bible to get that ten thousand dollars. You now notice that it is very easy for the soul to quickly commit to things that has to do with earthly gain. Right? And, and, and this thing is, is, our, is our shortcoming. God will help us. Amen. You know, there's no way you see one million dollars. It's about hard to see. You know, see this one million, <laughs> this one million dollar example I've always been using. God help us. <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know, one million dollars is a lot of money. Yo. Maybe you may not be able to take one million dollars to kill somebody. Right? Because you feel, no, 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 I can't. Okay, but take one. But when they t- say, take one million dollar, just take one million dollars. <laughs> take take one million dollar. Okay, I tell you that example. But when they say take one million dollar, but don't read your Bible for a day. Some that we're not already doing it. They are, that, well, that's not even, that's, that's not even, that's not even, that's, that, that one, there's no, like, do you even need to, the question is, do you even need to tell me or ask me? Just put the one million dollar there, it's okay. I don't, like, I'm going, we don't, I don't even need to intentionally not read it. <laughs> by, it's, exactly, it's not even a challenge, by the, by the, by the default of things, I'll just, you know, you don't even need to ask me, just put the one million dollar there. If you check my activity, you won't see any read your Bible today. No problem. Prayer seven. Don't worry. I prayed yesterday to cover today and tomorrow. It's all right. It's not about how long we pray. It's about how effective. So I, and I prayed effectively yesterday. Or you should just wait a minute. Let me quickly pray effectively now. And then my tank can start in the next one hour. Be okay. Okay. One hour. All right. One million dollar. Okay. All right. So it's a lot. It's a lot easier. To commit to things that have earthly gain. Right? But you now realize that it's a lot more difficult to commit to spiritual things. Or to, en- to continue engaging in spiritual things. 
Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But see that spiritual area. That's the world. That's the world of pleasure for the soul. It's a world of fire. Fiery things that the Lord has set. Right? For souls to to be able how do I put it? It's, it's a, okay, let me put it this way. It's a world set, right, to keep the flame of the soul burning. You notice that each time a soul engages in spiritual things, so I'm not just, I'm, okay, let's say engage, but also, it's not sustain, I want to use, but let me, let me use the word position itself, spiritually. No, there's a positioning that the heart should have as believers. Like I was saying earlier, that I think part of what, that's part of what I'm explaining, right? About you know, how we are as Christians, that we can go about our day, you know, not even think about anything, or you know, do what we do normally without having a spiritual insight or sense to it. We're not supposed to just go and walk and forget spirit at all. Right? We're not just supposed to go like, like go all our day, everything, and there's no inward, there's no inward communion. No inward, when I say inward communion, it's not the same as thinking. Right? No, you can be, you can be saying that, oh, uh, let me just think about uh, this. This uh, walk today, okay. I'll do this, okay. Ah, will I read my Bible? Okay, I'll read my Bible and pray, right? See those areas, there's, there's a compartment in the soul that does that, it's different. In what communion that I'm talking about has to do with about the awareness of your spirit and the awareness of your soul. Every no believer should be without the, the awareness of their spirit and soul, of course their body, right? There must be an awareness. Now, heart to female, every soul, without the awareness of their spirit and their soul, eh, would, by default, just walk in the flesh. Like, they, they will, when it comes to walking in the flesh, that would be an easy, it's not, it will be, you don't even need to just party in the flesh, man. Just be partying in the flesh, anyhow. Amen. Amen. Every believer must be aware of their spirit and their soul as they are going out, waking up, going to bed. If you are watching a movie, you must be aware. At work, must be aware. In short, you should be living from there. Because that is the that is the way the Lord how do I put it? When it comes to restoring fellowship, that is that is how the beginning was in such a way that Adam was pretty much tied to God. Right? It was I mean we don't we may not see that sense there, but Adam was really tied to God. Why? Because it's because he's tied to God that he could sense that his voice is walking in the garden. Right? No, that thing is a sense. It's a sense. It's not. He didn't see it. 
It's not that they saw that Jesus, God was there, walking, and is hearing footsteps like like we will hear. Maybe my wife is coming. And, you know, boom, boom. Ah, my wife is coming. Right? The way the way Jesus, or the way God, let me not say Jesus, because Jesus was not yet revealed then. The way God was, the, or the Lord God was coming to Adam in the garden. There's a there's a there's a there's a spiritual awareness that that Adam has that he could tell that the voice of the Lord is walking in the garden. So he knew that the Lord is around. The Lord God is around. Then he decided to, to hide himself. Right? So he knew. He knew that. So there's, there is a spiritual sense, develop, there's a sense and development that he has which we have lost almost, we have, we've, we've almost lost that sense, right? Because of the way the world is structured. And even clearly we are, there's a way we are allowed to separate our spiritual life from our natural life. And then almost look like a button that, okay, we can use your spiritual life to drive your natural life. Which is not even really a lie, but not, the thing is, everything that is not the way it should be can never result in what is intended. Right? So the way the Lord intended it is that everybody should live from their spirit. Right? Okay. With, there is no difference between your career, your job, your school, your family. There's no difference between that and your relationship with you and your God. But because your relationship with, with God is actually manifested in all those areas. So there's no... Ah! God forgive me, but... There's, this, there's, there's a sense we have as Christians whereby we think because we are Christians, automatically we are the good people. Right? And there's a, there's, a, there's a way you as Christian, or we as Christian must, how do I put it? This thing will be hard to, to separate it all. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that you know, as Christians, we just feel like we are by the, like I said, we are okay. So, there, and as, as a result, so actually, Christian live. In the work in in the workplace, how should a Christian live in school? Right? But the question shouldn't be how should I live in workplace or live in school. The question is how should I live? Right? Because how should I live means the right way to live. Meaning that so if you understand the right way to live, when you enter school, you live rightly. When you enter work, you live right. When you enter now see that the thing is not about the place you are going to. Or where you are. The thing is really about you and how you are developing spiritually. Which which if the development spiritually is not is not set aright, you would always have issues. In school, class, um, career, uh, work, 
um, families, relationships, what else? Uh, marriage, friendship, uh, right? They're just all different, different, different. The question is simply how should I? There's a way to be. But we won't realize that if we don't have the, the awareness. Because it's, it's from the awareness of our spirit and our soul that we're able to identify that, okay, there's a need to live in the right way. There's a way that there's a way I should live. Or let's say that, I know that there are all kinds of questions and different, but what the starting point is every believer must be, must live based on the awareness of their spirit and their soul. Of course, that will rule the body, right? But must be aware. So, if we found out that we are not praying as much as we should, it means something is missing in that awareness. No, no praying in the spirit. No randomly, you just see some people just praying in the spirit randomly. That thing is, there's, a, there's, a, there's an awareness in there. Maybe somebody is walking and then you just start speaking to them. Just continue. There's an awareness. If a soul is not aware of their spirit, that thing will be, it will be too far. Because that well, somebody is just, that just tonguing or praying in the spirit. We know that we do pray in the spirit, right? But see that one that will just well up from within and come out and then you pray. That one. It doesn't just happen like that. There must be an awareness within the spirit and the soul. So after a while, when you are when you are aware, you are aware, you may not even think you are aware as you are going about your day. It will just be natural to you. Because that's where you live from. So, here's the thing. The school, the job, the career, the food you want to cook, the, the child you want to take care of is not the first thing to think about. I'm not saying you won't think about them. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I'm, I'm talking about the frame of the soul. It's a frame. It's not the first thing a soul should think about. The first thing the soul should, should be aware of is my spirit, my soul. But, because, but you can't talk about those two without God. Right? So when you're talking about being aware of your spirit and soul, the, what connects you to that is God. Or when, or when you think of those areas, what you think by default is God. Right? The world... Uh, unbelievers, right? They don't. They don't think anybody. Are, if, if an unbeliever is aware of their spirit and their soul, they must be thinking of of a of of a supernatural thing. Is you can, you can't find anybody ignorant of the spiritual that is thinking of their spirit and soul. Nobody. There's you can't find whenever whenever you see somebody that is aware of their spirit and their soul, it's either they are alive to God. On their activity and life to Satan. I say alive spiritually, you know, like the occult and all those kind of things. <laughs> if you see anybody that's not in the occult, 
They, they are mostly not aware of their spirit or their soul. Sometimes, God might try to reach them through their spirit, but they may be too faint to even near it. Maybe sometimes they have, I just felt a nudge, you know. That nudge, sometimes, they, you know the way the world categorizes those kind of things. They don't, they don't really resolve it in a spiritual way, but they'll be like, hmm, I just had something. A thing, it's like a feeling. I just had a feeling. And the feeling just, maybe I should just sit down. I just had a feeling, you know. I feel it with the get. But is, 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 how do I put it? Is, is deadness. Is death in the soul and the spirit that causes that, that we're not awake. But the Lord wants us to, be, how did I get here again? Jesus. How do I, so the Lord wants us to be aware. It's like, you have a question or something? Okay, okay. I'll do this. We must be aware of our spirit and our soul when we are going about our day, right? Okay. Lord will help us. Amen. Amen. So it's like it's from recap that I enter here. I don't even know if I'm here, but the Lord will help us. So now, I was I was talking about. I think I think earlier. Before I talk about the okay, so this thing I was saying about, I think I think I explained it about the, the thing we think of first. It's not anything that we are doing. Mm-hmm. What we think of first, like, is our spirit, our our God, mm-hmm. and then everything else mm-hmm. can align. Mm-hmm. Now I realize that if that is in place, then I can take care of my child well, then I can go to school well, then I can work well. Then I can create, you know, those are creative. I can create, I can be creative well. You know, everything. It just simply means that that scripture that says, seek ye first the kingdom. The soul must really, really seek first the kingdom. People that are not aware of their spirit also don't seek kingdom. They don't. What they seek are other things. And the funny thing about and dangerous thing about this is even for Christians, in the sense that we Christians, because we are born again, we can assume that by default we are seeking kingdom, right? Or oh, I'm a child of God, right? I pray, I read my Bible, therefore I'm seeking kingdom. Oh, I work in church, I pay my tithe, therefore I'm already seeking the kingdom. What are the things that we consider seeking kingdom for again? Okay, we pray and read the Bible, okay. Or maybe we are praying for revival or something. Mm, wow. But seeking the kingdom, to seek the kingdom, is not for believers. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm quoting Bible. I'm, okay, we only read one since. Eh? Ah, okay, that's how I got here. The scripture we read. So, <laughs> so, the the seeking seeking the kingdom there as is is more about a soul and a soul seeking to get the kingdom right so say but seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and that statement you know when we say seek the kingdom, there are things we categorize like maybe because you pray and fast, right? You are a seeker of the kingdom. Maybe because um, 
you are praying for the kingdom to be all over Winnipeg, right? Or maybe you say, God, take this city. No, maybe we are, we are seeking the I want to take the land, or maybe you are establishing something. Or I want to go and sing for God. Let God take all the places, right? Mm-hmm. Or what else do we do? I want to go and preach. It's not, not about that, though. Seeking the kingdom is actually that's the word seeking is for the soul. See that the city and everything that one is the Lord's work. And for and the Lord knows what he's doing, right? So, and that's why in Ephesians chapter 5, right, they says, it says that he gave gift to men, right, apostles, prophets, for the edification. Of the saint of the body, right? <laughs> Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of blah 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 blah. Right? Now, there's a word the Lord set to develop the body. And again, this developing the body thing there, everybody's seen it in a very weird or weird. You know, some churches they just see the kingdom as themselves. They, they are the only they are the only kingdom. Right? Com- competition. Right? Competitive. In short, any other church is not a church, you know. We don't, we don't even understand, don't understand what, what the body is, right? Now, when you're not talking about the body, okay, let me not go into that area. That, that, that's, a, that's a whole, let me leave that area this night. But when you're talking about the body, right, you're talking about everybody that is a believer, right, that is part of the body of Christ, spiritually. Right, so you develop. So the Lord has set apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists to develop, to grow, right, to edify. Okay, so that's that. But the what the responsibility they are giving to every soul is that can you seek somebody? It's actually a, that kingdom they're talking about is actually a person. Say, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. The ki- but seek it for the kingdom. And is. Mm. Wow. So when I say is, not it's. Mm. So I can have a righteousness. So you can say, but seek ye first Bukumi and, and is righteousness. Or, okay, let me not use myself. But seek ye first Kelvin and is righteousness. So it means that The Kevin has a righteousness, which I should seek. Right? So the same way they are talking about the kingdom like that. Say, but seek ye first the kingdom. That kingdom is a person. And is righteousness. So, meaning that the righteousness that the kingdom has, seek it. And there's a reason why they attach righteousness to it. But seek ye first the kingdom and is righteousness. So the, the scripture did not make a mistake. There's a reason for that. And the reason is that the righteousness there is what will give you the person. Right? Seek ye first the kingdom and is righteousness. Right? Because it is the righteousness that will deliver the kingdom to you. Or let me put it this way. That will give you access to the kingdom. If you are looking for God, right? 
You can't get God if you've not learned his righteousness. Meaning what is right, what is right to God. And what is right to God now is a whole world of, of is a new world of, of things. Amen. I'm trying to retrace my step back, but I think we just... Ah. So it's, so, it's so funny that what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying, it's like something, what I'm saying, the scripture I read, so I believe I read, <laughs> I'm not near it again today. I don't know why we are going this route again, but I guess I just find grace in this area. I think we just talk like that, but ah, why would this land message not land, eh? But okay. So, the... The, the kingdom, right? We need, we need to know the kingdom. We need to seek the kingdom. The kingdom is what is most of the, to many, believe, many believers don't know what the kingdom is. That's a funny thing. We don't know what the kingdom, we have no clue as to what the kingdom is. Now that's why we have different ideas about kingdom, kingdom mandate, kingdom work. And every time we think about kingdom, is we think about how do I put it? Ah. Every time we think about Christians, if you think about kingdom, you, th- you should think about owning something. Right? Even though sometimes we, we believe that the kingdom belongs to God, but somehow, somehow, we feel that we are the one that need, we need to do something for the kingdom. Right? So when you say kingdom, you now see. Kingdom mandate, why? Let's go and preach the gospel so that, no, I'm not saying we, can, okay, we preach gospel though. There's a reason for that. A, that's an evangelist. Say, so do the work of an evangelist. That's what Paul was telling, I believe Timothy? I'm there, I think it was Timothy. Timothy said, do the work of an evangelist, right? <laughs> so, it's not about, okay, we do that. But that is not seeking the kingdom or doing something for the kingdom. In short, the truth of the matter is that you can't actually do anything for the kingdom. That's just the truth of the matter. The kingdom, who is a person, can. Okay, then they just, you, okay, come, let's, let's try and. Let's manage you. You know the way we are. The crowd says, okay, let's, let's give you some anointing, you know, you know, okay, let's drop some oil there. I know when that tiny oil drop, <laughs> we feel like we have arrived. No, all those, all those, you know, we that, we that, I just have mercy on that oil anointer. Ah! We feel like, oh, more have arrived. Calm down. The oil don't even be your own. But there's an oil that can be yours. And that's, that's the one that the soul should really, 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 really seek. Right? That one is, 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 is called like, it's like all of, it's all of gladness. Oil of joy. Yes, and like the scripture would tell us, right, in, in Hebrews 3, they're taking, t- telling us that Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above his fellows. Right? And they're talking about Psalm 132 or 133, where when it says, it's good for bread to unity, and it's like the ointment. <laughs> so all those oil, those ones, they are different too. They're not the one that will come upon you and then you heal the sick or you would raise the dead and all those things. You know, that, that one is different. That one is all your own. Yeah. That one belongs to the body. Yeah. Wow. That oil is Jesus that owns the oil. Only goes distributed as he wills. 
Notice the nurse says he gave gift to men. <laughs> Sorry, he gave. So he said the, the gift of the spirit. He says it is it is the spirit as the spirit. I forgot how the scripture. I'm paraphrasing now. It says as it, as the spirit says it distributes to every. See the self same spirit distributes ah as it as as it wills. So meaning that it is. That thing. So the truth of the matter is that that thing, that thing we call our anointing. Maybe you are going to sing or pray or lead or do anything. You think is your oil. So let me go and pray so that oil will flow. You know your own. It's the spirit that willed. I just okay. I just felt okay. You know what? Some, you know, you know, you know. Sometimes you might not even have prayed or do it. They are not always still flowing. You're wondering. Oh, maybe it's the, maybe it's the prayer I did two days ago. Is that is still at work? Calm down. I was going to do it two days ago. It's the spirit that willed. And then we can take that one and put it to the sense that the gift of God is without repentance. Right? Wow. When you say the gift of God is without repentance, that one, see that one again here. Yeah. Ah! Okay, let me, let me leave that scripture. Because if not, to, 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 to talk about it, well, I have to go there and read it. Right? Because even, even that one, right, when you talk about that the gift of God is without repentance, I want to talk about that gift of God. We need to know what it is. That the gift of God is without repentance. Why? Because it is possible for the Lord not to will to give you any oil. It's possible. While he's willing to give, you know, you might have people that are still growing, but they have shortcomings. But there are some that Holy Ghost will never give oil to. They might have oil before. Holy Ghost will start reducing it. No matter how much you do, he will not give you again. Why? Because the soul is already joining away. See those ones that Holy Ghost still use. Okay, there's something still alive in them. You can't tell me that somebody is living in sin continually. Continually, and Holy Ghost will will it. Sometimes, not that sometimes, evil spirits hijacked. Because, see see the gift of the Spirit, right? I don't know why I'm talking about this with this. But see the gift of the Spirit. Prophecy, um, healings, gift of faith, um, tongues, interpretation. Uh, what else? Working of miracle, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. See all those gifts. They are gifts of angels. Angels have it by default. The naturally is there. When sometimes an angel can come like this, land, and vision will break open. It's an angel. Of course, it's still the operation of the spirit. But it's not the Holy Spirit that is doing it. So there is a difference. It's an operation. It's only God, only God is operating it, but he's not the one doing it. It's an angel that arrived. Right? So the angel, by arriving, can cause vision to show. Somebody will just break into vision and start seeing things in the spirit. Now, if an angel can do that, fallen angels can also do that. So when somebody is living in sin continually, 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 the same gift that they have, an evil spirit can hijack it. The one that Holy Ghost operates normally on that believer. Ah! I know I've been watching you. Holy Ghost used to do this, make you see vision. Ah! Okay, okay, okay. I can't. And then this guy will be continuing to see all the girl, right? They continue, and then maybe they will go and perform, and then the team will walk and be like, ah, the spirit of the lost team moved. Calm down. 
Calm down. We don't know if the, we don't know if the spirit of the Lord or not. <laughs> to you, you may look like the spirit of the Lord. I mean, you know the congregation, God can help them all because their heart is evil. So just because you eh, are attached to the evil spirit does not mean that everybody else would fall. If their heart is pure, they are worshiping God. Uh, we now now say that is the no now God will answer them. You know what I mean? So I'm just I guess I'm just saying this so that souls will not think that you know. It's okay to just do it yeah, and there are nothing yeah. flowing. Yeah. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the area of gift, it's as the spirit will. So it's the spirit of God that determines how he would operate. You just <sighs> sometimes I want to have mercy on you and just okay, let's operate this gift for, for, for a mercy operation. Is that what it's you, know, you know somebody, the Holy Ghost can encounter somebody, break them into visions. Ah, it's Holy Ghost doing all those operations. Right? It's all, Holy Ghost can, God can do anything, anything, anything. You know, so different operations, different things. But when it comes to the area of gift, ah, people, people will just think that. Eh, so is that gift is Holy Ghost, it's not our own. So the oil for the kingdom, right? We want to go and take things for the kingdom. Let's just calm down. We can't, the truth of that, we can't do it. If the kingdom does not have, okay, I want, you can't work for the kingdom. You can't. So, when I say, okay, when somebody hears this, they'll be like, what do you mean you can't work for the kingdom? I'm working in church, sorry, calm down. I'm not saying, that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm saying in the sense of how we go and work for the kingdom to gain something. You can't work for the kingdom. You know those, you know those things about, let me go and serve God so that, Okay, is that's you know that's why we say, it, but the truth is so that God will save me. But that's why we say it. Let me say, God. okay, what about saving God for just for just so that you can know God, so you can fellowship with God? What about knowing God so you can move into the world of His fire? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So what is important to every believer, right, is not more about what you want to do for God. I mean, you can do things for God, but know why you are doing it. But I, I think I'm just putting emphasis, importance on that inward awareness of the spirit and how a believer should be living, right? Every, what is important... Or, and, the, on, and every believer should give importance to growing up spiritually. I think that's, that's the main thing, right? So, the, the development of every believer, every, what, what, what should be most important to every believer is that development. And if that development is important, it will show in their life. Because the thing they give time, you know, it's easy to give time to other things. But the things you give time, you make time for, you make room for, are the things that would help you develop. Right? That maybe a soul is th- oh. <laughs> a soul is thinking about, oh, should I should I take this job or that job? Okay, first of all, what is that job? Is that job going to take you away from God? Okay. You already have twenty four hours in a day. You're already struggling with doing anything with two, three hours. Yeah. Now, I want to take a job. 
that will make sure that you have nothing. <laughs> like zero, like you have, now you are even, you are even struggling to have one. You know, there's a, there's a wisdom souls should have when it comes to growing up spiritually. Yeah. Now, does that mean that you won't work? No, work. Okay, that means you can look for work mm-hmm. that will fit mm-hmm. into your development. Yes, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. That different dis- so, so when we're trying, sometimes when we're trying to make decisions, okay, should I do this? Should I do this? this the simple judging factor yeah. is just my development. How does this decision about this, okay, this, 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 okay, okay, whatever it is, this decision I'm about to make, how does this thing affect my spiritual growth? Mm-hmm. Okay, this thing, I won't be able to, ah! Because you know sometimes because we are big, we are going to get big money, we'll be like, is it doable? We can make it work, we can make it work. Calm down, you can make what work. Do you know the wisdom that crafted that job for you? Do you know the wisdom that brought the, the thing around you? Mm. Mm. Okay, the wisdom that brought it is diff- like that one. It's not a small wisdom. Mm-hmm. The, the, the spirit that crafted it, they are not small, small demons or devils, right? They are spirits that specialize on souls remaining earthly, carnal, Worldly, even if they are believers. Amen. Amen. I know I must end this message in like 15, 20 minutes, but I guess maybe this is the message. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This angel that is talking, yeah, I don't know how he would show somebody one passage and take somebody in a different route entirely. But thank you. <laughs> so one of the, what I, get, I believe one of the things that the spirit is doing is to is it's like a route. You'd be so shocked that the tongue is almost the same as Saturday. Yeah. Almost the same, yeah. right? But you see, the interpretation is is almost the same too. But it's like almost like there's a route inside the interpret. Like I don't, I don't know. It's like it's a wisdom. I don't know. It's only because that do all those kind of things. Yeah. So sometimes, still, when things are coming in this way like this, it can it can mean many things. Yeah. But how to feel a maha? But what I know is that the way the tongue is is almost like a that that tongue can keep coming and coming and coming like that, and what we'll be teaching will be all be different. Yeah. Yes, and it's the exact same thing. Same tongue, mm-hmm. which means that that tongue is many things, mm-hmm. many many things, because it's an angel that brought it. Mm-hmm. And also inside the tongue, the angel was mentioning itself mm-hmm. inside the tongue, mm-hmm. making it clear, mm-hmm. and then talking about the messages. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just it's, it's an operation of the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know. Is an angel that the Lord has sent. And same way on Saturday as we're about to minister, it started. And today again, he's talking, talking, speaking, right? And then saying the same thing. And part of it is that we'll go back. I said, okay, perhaps we'll go back. It was clear that let's go back to where we are. 
what we were discussing on Saturday, okay. And from there, another thought sprang. All I was hoping to do is just to summarize and maybe move to the message. Not knowing that. <laughs> now nah, nah, they won't hook me. Amen. So, every believer, okay, back, back to the, the thing. Every believer must be aware of what's important. Nothing, nothing is as important as your spiritual growth. And, the, and, 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 and this thing I'm saying, right, will bring all kinds of question, will bring all kinds of attack, who brings all kinds of no, they don't know what they are doing. Yes, sir. But that sense is worldly. If any, if anything exalts something else above spiritual development, that thing is devilish. But like I was saying, just I clarify, it doesn't mean that because you are giving importance to your spiritual development. That you will not do anything else. No. That's all we are saying. Yeah. I'm, is the, the grace to do everything else should flow from spiritual development. But to feel Mahasa, and there's the thing, this thought that's coming to me. See, if a soul is too busy with many things, this one is they are doing, that one they are doing, that one they are doing, and they can have a sense that they are working for God. But that thing is that thing. Is, is zapping all your energy, all your, all your, all your drive for God. Check it. That thing is not, that thing is not necessarily God established. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that God did not lead you to do something or anything. No. Okay, there's a wisdom around it. Number one, is it time? Right? Okay, is it time? Okay, based on what? Okay, look at all the things around me. Is it time for this thing now? I don't have capacity. See, God would not, I know that there's a sense about, oh, God would, uh, whatever you do, you, uh, God will use you, even though you may not you may be, what's that thing that we used to say? You may not be qualified. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about that too. Yeah. Because that sense can also drive souls into doing things. There's a difference between ah, what's that being qualified to do something and or not qualified, and you are still given the job. The difference between that and you having the capacity to actually do anything at all. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. But this, what I'm trying to explain is if the Lord is leading you to do something and you know you're not qualified. Now, that's different. That qualification is not what you're talking about now. It's now okay. So the thing that the Lord is now leading you to, even though you're not qualified, is that thing taking your time from your spiritual growth? Because you need to grow spiritually to be able to function effectively what the Lord is leading you to. And sometimes when the Lord calls us about something, right, or give us direction concerning something, it may not mean start right now. It may mean, okay, now I want you to do this thing, but wait, go and grow. 
Wait, see all these things you are all these things you are doing. Just calm down. Go and grow first. You now realize that it is in the growing you now begin to see wisdom on the things. Ah, this thing that the Lord is leading me to. Okay. One of these, see, the reason why we enter crisis many times as, as children of God is because we lack something called growth. It's that simple. If, if any believer grows, there's nothing they can't handle. That's the summary. If any believer is growing, there's nothing they can't handle. Okay, is it ministry? Okay, is it uh, getting married? Okay, is it working career-wise or job? That area of marriage saves another thing. A lot of development is required. It's required. And one of the things that the Lord does is that He makes God makes sure that everybody will pass through a youthful stage before you arrive in that area. And the reason why the Lord set a youthful time, or and you not remember the scripture will tell us, remember the Lord God in the days of thy youth. When the evil days have not yet come. Okay. Have anybody? <laughs> okay, anyway. See, this movie is a, there's something you are seeing. You want to share with us quickly? No? Okay. Okay. This one, me, I know that if, if we start talking, I will not go. But here's the thing. Do you know what? Have you ever thought that getting married, the season of marriage, could be an evil day? Have you ever thought of that? No, all of us we see getting married as ah, we are going to get sweet, awesome. It's a serious evil day. What do, what do I mean? It means that I'm not saying getting married is evil, right? I'm just using scriptural sense to interpret, right? It says, "So the man, the Lord thy God, in the days of thy youth." So when the evil days have not yet come, why? Because the youthful age. Is the time to develop strength. So that as you are going through the evil days, it's not evil to you. Because you have grace. But if a soul miss its youthful time, now, youthful time is. You know, ah! See, eh? I wish, I wish I can go back. I know we did some things we are still, you know, before I even got married and all that, but to, today I wish I could still go back yes, and grow more yes, before I got married. Yes, sir. Do you know why? Yes, sir. Because I know that all the growth I've grown now, yes, I could have grown yes, then. Yes, and if I had gone, then I would enjoy. Ah, the way I would enjoy the marriage would be mm-hmm. awesome. It, it, I mean, I am, I'm, I'm, okay, that does not mean I'm, I'm enjoying my marriage. I'm, 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 it's awesome, beautiful, right? I'm saying that, see the way it's beautiful like this. There's perhaps there's another more beautiful way it could have been that I don't know. Which I will meet in the future. But I could be enjoying now. That makes sense. There is, there is the youthful age. All the time we call singlehood. Mm-hmm. I think we did honor of singlehood. Yes, that time 
is a time that believers should, should use to seek God and move into God to develop that the Lord can expand them inwardly so that they can fill them. Right? Keep expanding. Keep expanding. So just go as deep as much as you can into God. You know, that most souls, they're not deep, they're shallow. Most souls. I'm talking about us Christians. We are not deep, we are shallow. Why? Because when we talk about, okay, how deep are we? Okay. Everything we, everything we have is to get towards getting something. That has nothing to do with God. All our, all our knowledge, all our, all our knowledge, the way our idea of God, everything, that idea is where it is. That idea is where it is. But there's all the all things that we go after, that we, we pursue after. And we don't give time to, to what is important or what is necessary. To be able to develop the way we should. Do you think Jesus was Jesus was was uh, when, he, when he was growing and waxing strong in spirit? Do you think all that he was doing was just nailing hammer? You know, the dad was carpenter. He probably joined at some point, right? Do you think all he was doing was hammering nail? Going to help mommy in the kitchen? No, he was doing that too. Don't get me wrong, bro. right? So now people will now start saying, "No, I don't need to help again." No, that's foolishness. He's doing all. He's doing all that, right? But that's not the. That's that's not the priority. If if that was the only priority he has, there's no way he would have identified God as his father. All he will see is how they see God. Okay, we Jews, we have a God. He's in heaven. He sits on the throne, white hair, white beard. He's called Ancient of Days. I'm rounding up. Right? He's called Ancient of Days. Our God is one God. That's all you will know. You just see God as far. The question, how many, you know, you know we Christians, we, 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 we actually believe that God is close to us. But check that closeness. How close is he? Is the closeness of a father that is on the throne far on one, in one dimension that you can never add? Or that you are trying to get to? Or the dimension is you are, you've already settled it that it is only when we die, the last days, we'll get where he is. And all those sins as Christians should drop. Why? Because God wants us to know while we are still on earth that he is our father. And I say, when I say want us to know, I'm not just talking about, you know, like I said, the way we know about biologically or, you know, a child. I'm talking about depth of knowledge. The way Jesus knew God as his father. He wants us to know the God. He wants us to know him as our father that way. And for us to do that, we must be developed spiritually. And that development, as I've been saying, is upward is to develop upwardly. There's, a, there's another place where we have been seeing, there's a, there's, see, whatever we think we have now, right, what we think our God's life is, there's another way his life is that we may not know unless we develop upwardly. 
We should develop upward. Develop upward. Keep developing. Upward. Because that is the most important feat a believer could come into. That's what is the most important is development. To be developed. I should give care to my development. I should not waste time. Right? The day my, my youthful age is for exploiting the Lord. It's not for getting money. I'm not saying you should not work and get money. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about, you know, there's a, there's a drive that we can have. Whereby, let me work, do this, do this, get as, get as much. Let me, let me have a lot of saving in my bank account. That's when I open my bank account and I look, how much is in saving? I'm seeing 10000 20000 $30,000, 40000 You know, sometimes our goal can be like that. You know, we have goals. And our bank account, there's a dream we have. 10000 When we get to 10000 The moment you get to 10000 another dream will show twenty. Ah, if I can get to ten, that means I can get to twenty. 20000 is the next goal. Thirty. I get to thirty. What's next? I want to be a millionaire. We'll get there. You see, I can tell you, you can use your soul to pursue that you get it. You even get, see, if Pahato Sin Makaya, right, if anybody decides now they want to be a billionaire, you can be a billionaire. That's not a problem. Just know that if you don't go God's way, eh, which most likely we don't, which most likely we won't. See, by the, by, the, by the feet of getting that money, you will lose a lot. You will lose your soul. Why? Because nobody gains this, gain this world and gain God at the same time. It's not possible. What shall it profit a man if you gain the whole world and lose the soul? Perhaps Sophie Helmer. Right? We must, what, what should be most important to every believer is gaining God. Can I gain him? Can I gain God? Can I gain God? Can I gain God? That thought of can I gain God is a thought of he who is a seeker of the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Seeker of the kingdom. And is righteousness. And I was hoping to connect that righteousness to what we are reading in Isaiah, but I didn't get there, so I mean, you see, time has gone. This kind of, if, you want, if you want to finish this message today, we'll have to wait another hour. But, but we don't have that time. God bless you. We don't have, we don't have, we don't have that time. Right? So, but I believe the spirit, the spirit of the Lord concerning this thing, I'm trusting that we will find grace. Perhaps we'll be able to continue on Saturday. Right? But the truth of the matter, where I'm going to just put a pen to this, is that every believer must give importance to their spiritual development. They must, every believer must be aware of their spirit and their soul as they're going about their day. Now, being aware does not mean that you're the most perfect person on earth. But just saying, be aware. Right? 
Don't live as a Christian that only thinks about God at your own time. Or thinks about God when things are now hitting the wall. Right? Or things of you see the thing is if you have not been fellowshipping, if you have not been giving heed, right, inwardly, you won't you won't have you won't have a spiritual compass. The thing is not those things don't come by accident. Give 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 spiritual things the the importance that it needs. The 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 reference it should have. If you are afraid that you lose money, don't be afraid though. All those things will come. Right? All those, all those things. What's important? Because the thing is that there's something much more than money self. There's something much more than money. It is, it is having substance, spiritual substance. See, to, to engage Holy Ghost and enjoy Holy Ghost, you know a small thing, no? In the, in the world of milk that we are even talking, see, Holy Holy Ghost. If you can, hey, Holy Spirit. To, if you want to enjoy Holy Spirit, you must you must be aware of the spiritual. You must you must love the spiritual, because the the Spirit of God wants to bring the reality of the spiritual world to you, right? The reality of it, and not just the reality alone, the substance of it. Or do you think yeah, all of us, you know, just, we just gather here, want to hear a word, right? And we're, you know, we're speaking in tongue praying, you think it's just, it's just like, like maybe so, most of just think maybe you know, just foolishness or something. Okay. Right? See, there are, there are things more like real in the spirit. There are things, pleasures, a whole world that, that if a soul has not does not desire to move into will never smell or taste. Maybe around world, maybe you are hearing you know message all the time, you are even, but you may never smell that world. Why? Because the inward configuration is against that life. You just say that everybody you just hear the message, maybe, maybe you even listen online and you just say that nothing, nothing is right because there's no entrance into that world. There's there's a there's, there's an there's there's what we call upward there's there's an upward de- development of of the soul, right? Ah, I don't know. There's something I'm seeing. There's an upward development of the soul that has nothing to do with natural things. You know, there's a way yeah, you, you can okay. I'm, I'm I love God. I you know I don't I can just you know do certain things. See, spiritual development is the most. Important. I read Isaiah. I did not. That's it. But Lord will help us, right? Spirit, your spiritual development is the most important thing on earth. If it means that for my spiritual development, I should shut down my business, I'll do that. I'm, 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 okay. I'm just. I'm just giving. I'm just giving on this. I'm not saying that we should just shut down your business. You are you know what the Lord is saying to you. But I'm just. I'm just giving us a sense. If, the, if for my spiritual, because I know most of what you say business is money. I mean. I'm saying that it's, uh, of course, we'll be wondering, okay, I need to buy, you know, pay bills. I was like, we get it, but I'm saying there's, there's a weight spiritual development should have upon the soul. It shouldn't it should be something that you just throw here and there. Do you know what it takes to enter the kingdom of God? 
They are saying the kingdom of God is very violent. Do you think it's your, like, I mean, because maybe you are not seeing something violent in the spirit, maybe just what you see in Ukraine, you think, it's not getting to gain God. It's not a small thing. To, to gain all that God has to give, it's not a small thing. There is, there is a decision, a commitment the heart must make. If it does not make it, you won't smell anything. Maybe God can still help you or do okay. Ah, everything. If I ask God, no problem. But the question is that when we check your soul, what weight does it carry? Is your soul weightier than one million dollars? Is your soul? It's such that when they put one million dollars, it will not, it will not pull you any way, shape, or form. You know, sometimes we do shakara and see if we can do you know, let them put one million dollars, then you first. I know that killing people we will not do that okay for sure because uh, but other things that have to do with that small compromising small mago mago quick quick do you know what spirit what spirit is in charge of this world they're not small beings they're not small so, every day of our we are thinking we are going about that day we think we are making decisions do you, th- do you know who's making that decision for you you thought you made a decision. Okay, who, made, who really made that decision? Do you think it's, it's not, it's not, it's more than spiritual things must be elevated above everything else. And then after, everything else can come. Because the scripture tells us, seek ye first the kingdom. Jesus is not, you check everything, check everything Jesus said. He didn't tell uh, the rich young ruler to, to go and, he said go and sell all that you have. And follow me. Abi. Okay, who else? Came to Jesus and said, I want to go and bury. He said, Let the people be dead, bury. Let them bury their dead. You just follow me. Who else? Check every conversation that Jesus was having. Were, were you, do you think they are not having businesses and stuff then? They do. Now, why is Jesus not telling them we are going to look, go for money? Why is it that whatever Jesus says, it has to do with spiritual development? Is Satan that has made us create excuse? For our natural life and money and all those kind of things, is those things are not real. Those in short, God does not know currency. If you carry currency, dollar, naira, now and give it to an angel, an angel will not collect it because they don't know what it is. It's not real. So, the things that are real are the things that are in the world of God. Okay, so you want to take spiritual things serious? What can I do? Enjoy your youth with the Holy Ghost. See, Holy Spirit. I can, I can bet it. We don't know him as we ought. If, see, take all your knowledge of Holy Ghost right now that you know. Consider it nothing. Because the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is God, shall we know? And that means that he's as vast as God. Meaning that, see, as you grow in the Lord, you can't, even, you can't outrun the Spirit. You can't outgrow the Spirit. You can't. It's impossible to do that. Meaning that you will always need to experience and know him afresh. And there are ways men know the spirit. They can know him laterally. Earthly. In the, in the earthly sense. Worldly sense. I'm not saying you are worldly. I'm just saying in the earthly sense. right? Everything that has to do with the Holy Ghost. After you have, ah, I feel so anointed. Oh Lord, I enjoyed it. Ah, it was so beautiful. The rest of the thing you use with that is going about your day with the natural nothing. No elevated thought. No upward movement of the heart towards the things of God. The heart must be pushed into a place 
where it makes the decision to elevate everything else above, to elevate spiritual growth above everything else. Chase after God. Follow after righteousness. No, we don't even know. We will seek that one too because we don't know what it is, right? Chase after God. Pursue after God. Pursue after the life because there's another life different from the one we know, different from the one we see. In short, if we don't develop, we don't get to experience those things. It's as we develop, we get, oh wow, this one exists in the word of God. So those, those are the things. They are, they are showing us to see what is important. It's almost like it's almost like I'm seeing like almost like precept, like things that must precept upon precept, things things that must be upon what is important. And the way I'm saying, I don't know if it's the precept is what is like the first thing. You know, you know that kind of a thing where the, what is the most important thing before everything else. <laughs> so we must have that spiritual awareness and know that you need to just know I need to grow you can't and here's the thing a soul can't determine their own spiritual growth by themselves honest, honestly I mean you can in a sense with, with, without the sight of the spirit right when I say just by yourself okay I'm, I'm growing no you can you can consider that growth by Head calculation and all those things, but of course I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I mean, you no. Know, as you are growing, you can, I know, have a sense of okay. I got this every yeah, I've changed here. Or the most, the easiest way for your soul to join their growth is how much have you changed towards the person of God, not not the idea of changing. Or, okay, inside you. What is important when you begin to when 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 the road meets the road meets I don't want to miss that when the when, when the rubber meets the road ahead <laughs> thank you when the rubber meets the road ahead that's why, okay what what's really important inside of you what do you yield to what are the, <laughs> those are the things they check but heaven wants us to to give heed and importance to the things that matter. Every heart should want to grow, go upward, go upward. If we know God, God will not be trying to tell, show himself to us. I just draw, you mean? It just simply means that we don't know. And it means that if you can use all your life to search him out, that, that's the most important thing that, would, that would, you would have ever gained in all your life. It's not money that you have. It's not... Uh, what else do we do? Anything you create is not what you are able to use God to do on the earth. It is how much of God can you search out? Because how much of God you can search out 
will determine how much of God you can have. It's as simple as that. Praise the Lord. I think I'll just stop here. Amen. But this is the key. Giving heed to upward development. Let's develop. Let's grow upwardly by the Spirit. See, all those things that they, we already looked to, that, they were, that was, they were saying about Jesus, he, he grew. They, they are talking about growing upward. Work strong. See, see the things they are talking about. Work strong in spirit. Filled with the wisdom. Grace. Ah, ah. Do you know? Do you, question, do you have an idea what all those things are? Okay, search them first and know them. Pray for, oh, pray for them first. Does, does that sound like money or, you know? Does that sound like Jesus hammering nail? Or, 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 or play or play or, he play with his friend though, but does that look like Jesus playing ball on stone, you know, with barefoot? Of course he played, I'm not saying he didn't play, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying that even he does he was doing all that there's something important to him. He was getting to know his father. Do you know that Jesus dis- Jesus did not wake up with the awareness that I'm, I'm God? Do you know that he grew to, re- to that realization? Uh-huh. If he grew to that realization and, di- and by, by wisdom discern, ah, this is me that the scripture is talking about, then he must have given heed to something. Just imagine his life. Right? His life is not empty. His life was not to pursue earthly gains and all those things. It was to go after the Lord, to go after him. And by all means, search him out. Find him, his father. Can we all find our father? Can we the desire to identify our father? To see God as our father, the way we ought to see him. Can we have the desire to give heed to spiritual things, spiritual growth, inward development, being aware of our spirit and our soul? Can we just begin to thank God for today? Father, we thank you. Mahata kahete vede moshit. Emprazite kehili azente. Empruza kahata kazite vede moshita. Iprazive heli ana kasusu. Empruza hina kabazite. Can we just begin to pray? That everyone will give us grace. Supply of grace and spirit. To give heed to spiritual things. To give heed to our upward and spiritual development. Empraze heli ato kofi makata. That we would have an unending desire and thirst for upward development, for spiritual impartation. To, to begin to reverence the thing, to savor the things that be of God. That a different savor will begin to come upon our heart and our soul concerning the things of God, concerning the world of God, concerning angelic world, the world of God. Even God's wisdom, God's light, God's person, God's, that we will have deposit of spirit. That a, a fresh hunger and thirst will come upon our heart for the things of God, for the love of the things of God. Our heart is simply carrying That wherever we are lacking, that ever will supply grace and mercy. Grace and of grace, abundant grace. That all that Jesus grew in. He said Jesus grew and he was filled with wisdom. That heaven will give us wisdom. That we will begin to be filled with wisdom. That our heart will not be encumbered. Will not be tied down to the natural. To just think natural only. But to begin to think spiritually. To begin to find treasure. 
in spiritual things. Like Jesus said in the parables, that the kingdom of God is like a man that found treasure in the field and sold all that he has and purchased the field. The heaven will help us to be like such, to, to be able to discover, say, discover the treasure in the field. That field is the, is the field of the, is the world of God. To discover treasure there is something our hearts ought to come into. And heaven will give grace to discover treasures in the word of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. Thank you for your spirit which you have given us to, to talk about you today. To elevate you. Because you are all that matters. Say thank you, Father. We pray, Lord, that the spirit which you have birthed today in our heart will remain. And it will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. That wherever we are struggling to make decisions, to submit ourselves and surrender to you, Lord, that you will supply grace to make the decision. You supply grace to surrender and to submit to you. That you supply grace to make changes where changes need to be made. Thank you, Father. Lord, that everyone hearing my voice tonight that is looking to have the heart to seek for you. Father, we pray that you give them hunger. Amen. So blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. Father, you supply hunger for righteousness in their heart in the name of Jesus. Lord, that the discovery, the unveiling of the, your world to, to, make, to make it a, long, a, a word that they have to dwell. You, Father, that you will supply. That the adventure that their soul needs, you will bring to them. The adventure in your world, things, spirit, supply of wine to discover your world. Father, you will release in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.